From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition roundtable discussion for the week of October 11, 2012. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Torigo, Mary Jo Mulatto Willie, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Tony will review the Concierge Lounge at the Disneyland Hotel and will answer your questions in our Facebook to Facebook segment. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. How's everyone doing tonight? Great. Great. Howdy. Excellent. I won't say busy. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I have lots of housekeeping, so let's get started. Um, I stopped by the Halloween carnival the other day, and we had talked about food, and somebody had asked on, I think it was on our special Halloween call-in show about if there was food available. And I did check that out. There are is a cart that has corn on the cobweb. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, hot dog with chips. No funny name there. Uh, cotton candy corn. That's the cotton candy shaped like candy corn. Uh, licorice ropes. And then, of course, your Coca-Cola beverages and your Dasani water. So there is food available at the carnival, just like snack food. Um, also, we talked about... That Disneyland picture book, and I yeah. finally got mine. Did you get yours, Wayne? Yes, I did. I finally, got, I got two. I I was surprised. I was honestly surprised and pleasantly surprised. I got two. And I don't know what other list I'm on besides annual pass holder, but I ended up with two. Well, I got there's a li- there's a thread on the Diz. I saw that. Mm-hmm. And some people who don't are not ha- pass holders, but they stayed at the Disneyland Resort in one of yeah. the. Disney hotels. That's what I'm they, assuming I got mine from. That's a nice touch. Uh-huh. So there goes our theory about, or somebody's theory about trying to get back the annual pass holders. Yeah, they're, to renew. They're, they're getting all kinds of mailing lists and putting those in there. Anybody else have any housekeeping? I thought you had more than that. I do. I oh, so you had a bunch. I was just trying to give somebody else a chance. <laughs> hey, Tom, how was yeah. that mac and cheese dog? Mac and cheese dog is. What did I say? Better in concept than it was in implementation? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, the one at Coke Corner? That's the one at Refreshment Corner, Coke Corner. Uh, $7.19. It's the regular hot dog that you would normally get there. And they put a scoop of mac and cheese and some bacon bits over the top. Um, not enough mac and cheese or not enough cheesiness. You know what I, I mean? It wasn't moist enough. It I wasn't moist enough, said. like you know, like you'd expect a chili dog or something like that to be moist. It just wasn't. Bummer. It didn't taste bad, but it just didn't taste. Um, other thing I noticed: ra- the Radiator Springs Fast Pass area is now cl- um, the 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 area they built to be the Fast Pass area right next to Radiator Springs. The doors are down. The neon sign is gone. They are abandoning that yep. queue concept. Yep. They're going to keep the um, the stand-up one over by Bugs Life. Yep. And uh, I, if what I read is they're going mm-hmm. to take that space and expand the um, gift store. Yep. Uh, Ramones. Um, 
hormones. Bones. Yeah, that's the rumor I read too. You know, that makes a lot more sense to me because I was looking at that that area and with all the people who are getting in line waiting for the um you know, because you have that it's, seating area. It's a busy area little also. corner with with, yeah. the, with the photo op there. I could just see a disaster in the morning as people rush to get fast passes. All in the and same other area. people trying, yeah, trying yeah. to get their um, single rider lines in the regular line, and it's so close to the building. I think mm-hmm. that um, I, I think that the should have, yeah, it should have been in a different area, maybe around the corner by by flows or you know like. Under the under the arch or something, you know, some over in that area maybe would have been a better idea. Or on the other side of Ramones, you know, where the where yeah. the line goes out. Yes, that exactly. Would probably been yeah. On the somewhere on the at least street. in right somewhere at least in Radiator Springs, rather yeah. than yeah. way across the park. Yep. Uh, Tony and I tried the new guest drop-off area. How was that to get into, Tony? Well, it's good if you're coming from one direction but not the other. Yeah. So I had to. It's like I had to make a U-turn. I missed it, and then I had to go up like three stoplights to make a U-turn. So if you're headed, I'm horrible with directions, north on harbor, you're good. But if you're headed south on harbor, um, no. Or do I do it backwards? Isn't it it's the other way around, isn't yeah. it? Yes. I told you I was horrible with directions. Yeah, if you're headed <laughs> south, you're good. If you're headed north, you got because you, you can't make a U-turn there at the yeah where the buses are supposed to go. It worked. I tried to double park in the second lane and Tom being the rule follower. <laughs> they do, whatever. they do have a cast member there with a yellow vest on trying to direct people. Um, they have, they basically have it as, as the closest lane is drop off, second lane is pass through, and the far lane there's a few drop off spaces and then taxis are parked there. So, so you looks, actually go inside that area where the buses pick people up to go drop off the pe- drop off the guests now? No, this is They're not buses. No, this is the the old 15 minute parking area. Yeah. Oh, so now it's just a drop off and you can't park there for 15 minutes. Correct. Okay, I get it. Yeah. We did it so, just for the podcast. Yes, we did. So, so me picking Kelly up in the taxi area probably wasn't a good idea then. Yeah. It Actually, it was in the bus area where the bus stop is by, like, going towards the Howard Johnson. They have that bus stop area. Right. I yeah, no, this is this is this is the new alternative. Okay. Yeah, the area you're talking about is really for resort buses. Right, right behind the the metro bus stop or whatever it is. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's where they used to have taxis, in, and and they don't have taxis there anymore. They took them away from there and moved them over to ESPN Zone, but now with this new area, they have taxis back on the east side of the park. West That's side? more convenient, I think. Yeah. That's the east side. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised the drop-off area isn't over there by downtown Disney as well. That seems like a much less crowded and, and easier to deal with area where they have the taxis now. They You're do right. have a drop-off area there, though. That's my point. I think that's where they ought to have the real, you know, the permanent drop-off area and not do anything on Harbor at all. Oh, but I that's like a pretty far walk, sides. though. Yeah, yeah, really, it should be on both sides. I mean, that's a far walk for some people. A lot of cast members get dropped off. Yeah. Um, we'll don't never forget- solve anything or everything. Yeah, no. Uh, don't forget chat night, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Pacific. 
We have a good group of regulars in there that... They're a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Jeff. Okay. Um, if you need NC to... NC Bell. And what? Oh, and NC Bell. NC Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you need to email the podcast team, that's dlpodcast.wdwinfo.com or use the form on our podcast homepage. Did I miss anything? I think I got a lot of housekeeping so. in there. Did you, anybody else have housekeeping? I had just a minor one just in case we wanted to touch on this for a second. Okay. Um, we got just a couple of ride closures that are going to come up, um, and some of them are expected this time of year, and, and others are kind of surprising. But the one I think folks are going to want to know about is Small World is going to go down on October 22nd. That's in just a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's to install um, Small World Holiday. Uh, it will reopen on November 8th. And the other one is, um, I don't have a date on this, but I read an article that's suggesting Matterhorn's going to go down for a short period, I suspect, for some fine-tuning. Not to I, replace the Matterhorn bobsleds with the originals? Yeah, I, I had it on the schedule <laughs> for a couple of days last week, but I, I didn't write it, but I asked people and they said, no, there's no padding, so... That wasn't why it was closed. And the other one is uh, not not too much of an inconvenience, but the Starcade is closed right now and will be closed for a couple of weeks while they install a display for the Wreck It Ralph meet and greet. Right. Mm-hmm. And that'll uh, that'll open, I think, on the 18th. Yep. Well, and speaking of ride closures, Indiana Jones is still down. Won't be up until what? Uh, December 8th. December, yeah. Yeah, people yeah, aren't too I, happy about I that. Also, one. I also read there there will be show modifications. So stand mm. by. It awesome. looks like we got some changes coming to the attraction itself. And oh. like we, we talked about last show, uh, Storybook Land boats and Casey, uh, Casey Jr. Jr. are down Jr. for an ex- extended period too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I love those rides. Or attractions, as they say. Yeah, there's only one ride in Disneyland. <laughs> and if you know what that is, you are I was going to say, what ride is that? It's the monorail, of course. No, Mr. Toad. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> oh, very good. Ouch. I walked right into that one. Uh-huh. You'd never heard that joke before? No. Really? Yeah, no. Okay, I'm... you can use that. You can pretend it's your own. <laughs> I'll ask my nephews. They're coming in. We're, I'm taking yes, them exactly. to Disneyland November 10th and 11th. and. I'll I'll stump them with that. Nice, nice. I got to I got to see the the new Frank and Weenie hot dog. I didn't I didn't dare try it, but that looks it looks pretty good. I mean it's a, it's a big hot dog with the with the nice bun and the grilled onions on it and the barbecue sauce. It's over in Hollywood um, backlot. Yeah, it's at Award Wieners. Now, have you seen the? I think you saw the show, right? The villain show? No, the Frankenweenie. The exhibit? Exhibit? Yes, I've seen the exhibit. And my understanding is that Muppets is not playing while they have that exhibit. It is. But- yeah, I checked on Friday because I, I was thinking that if the preview was going to, because they have the preview at the Muppets and they have the exhibit at the animation building, I figured that when the movie came out on Friday, they may can't not do the preview anymore. But as of Friday, it was still, 
it was still the preview of Frank and Weenie and not the Muppets. So you're going to have some disappointed dizzers that are looking forward to seeing the Muppets. So, and I asked, and they said it was, they, they was that it was still going to be uh, the preview, at least for another couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Yeah, I know. We need to, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, but yeah, I, I, at this point, probably through Halloween, we'll still have the preview there instead of the Muppets 3D. Alright, if we are done with housekeeping, let's head over to Tony with the news. The bankrupt garden walk that failed to lure a buyer in an auction has been bought by a trio of New York-based companies, according to a statement. The 493,000-square-foot property has faced hard economic times, despite being just 1,500 feet from Disney California Adventure and close to Disneyland. The property was purchased by Arcturus Group, Avenue Capital Group, and Elliott Management, investment and real estate companies. They plan to revamp operations and marketing and complete an aggressive repositioning plan, the statement says. Shops and other businesses have struggled since Garden Walk opened in 2008. The restaurants like Cheesecake Factory, P.F. Chang's, and Bubba Gump Shrimp have succeeded. Our group intends to unlock the potential of this magnificent but previously financially challenged asset by capitalizing on its proximity to the millions of annual visitors to Disneyland, Jonathan Mayblum, co-founder of Octurus, said in the announcement. The Anaheim City Council in August approved plans for the mall to change the mix of tenants, including increasing the space allotted for entertainment businesses by 112,000 square feet and granting an additional 50,000 square feet for restaurants. The recent rezoning allowing more entertainment tenancy at the property creates enormous potential for Garden Walk as an entertainment-oriented retail destination, Mayblum said. Okay, if it's not succeeding, why are we giving them 50,000 more square feet for restaurants? When it could be a new parking location for us. Nice. Well, no, I like it being there. I just... It's just interesting that they're giving us more. They, they, the city council approved for more restaurant space because that's the I, only thing that's op- still open, right? Yeah, they yeah, really so want that space to succeed. Yeah, I think the restaurants are doing fine. It's just there's a few stores in there, and they're interesting stores, but they're hidden away, and there's no real draw to that Garden Walk. No, they almost need like a bridge, not to make it like Vegas. They need some kind of. I know it's across Vegas. the street. I want a Vegas bridge, is what I want, to get people there. Yeah, that would would help. Yeah, but the restaurants do really well over there, bridge or no bridge. Yeah. They're always crowded, at least for now. Somebody in the Disneyland Resort area, how are they going to know it's even there? I know, unless it's part of, unless Disney actually owned it. Like, you know, when you go to Disney World and they give you, here's the downtown Disney. Right. Little little pamphlet. Unless you get that pamphlet at the Disneyland Hotel or the Disneyland Resort, you wouldn't know. Right. You don't. I mean, it's because it's kind of back behind there. There's no signage really on Harbor. No. They, they need a flashing billboard or something. Yeah, they need something. And I don't know about if the um, Good Neighbor Hotels have things in there for the Garden Walk, but um, well, they must. But yeah. Okay. And does Art go there? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Like from the, from Disney, probably it didn't cost $3 a person though to, to go on it. (laughs) That's another story, right, Tony? Yes, that is another story. Art's a little too pricey for what it offers. So, we'll leave it there. Okay. And happier, 
not really, news. A 51-year-old Huntington Beach man barricaded himself inside a Disneyland area hotel room for more than eight hours, forcing police to close off a busy section of Harbor Boulevard and causing the evacuation of businesses in three hotels. Stephen Fischel... Happier news. That was sarcasm, I said. Oh, not really. oh I didn't Listening. recognize it, sorry. No. Stephen Fischel, a parolee who had violated parole on a narcotics charge and had an outstanding warrant out of San Diego County for a felony assault with a deadly weapon, surrendered about 6.45 p.m. after a long standoff that involved Anaheim police officers, a SWAT team, the Anaheim Fire Department, and traffic officers. Fischel had two women in his second room at the Ramada Inn 2141 South Harbor Boulevard location and was considered armed and dangerous during the standoff, police said. The women, said Raul Quezada, deputy chief of the Anaheim Police Department, they were not being held against their will, he said. They were questioned but not charged with any crime, police said. The standoff started around 10 a.m. when Fischel was approached by officers from the California Department of Corrections and Anaheim Police. He ran from them and barricaded himself in his room, police said. Shortly thereafter, police blocked off South Harbor Boulevard between Orangewood Avenue and Wilkin Way. Guests at the Ramada, Anaheim Carriage Inn, and Roadway Inn and Suites were evacuated. Many were taken to the nearby Clarion and Marriott hotels on Convention Way. Ooh, they got Resident- upgrade. I know, that's what I was thinking. Residents, workers, and guests at hotels on that stretch of harbor were allowed to leave, but not allowed to enter during the standoff. Despite telephone negotiations, Fischel refused to exit, police said. At 4.40 p.m., a woman came out of the hotel room on her own accord, according to Police Sergeant Bob Dunn. She was taken to a nearby command post and questioned. The woman was later identified as the suspect's girlfriend's daughter. After further negotiations with personnel from Anaheim Police, Fischl surrendered without incident and was escorted via ambulance because of a medical condition to the command post. Fischl was later taken to Anaheim Police Department and arrested without bail for the warrant issued in September and parole violation. The standoff caused inconveniences for many who lived or were staying on Harbor Boulevard. Dave Pfeiffer, 68, a disabled Army veteran who lives in a trailer park near the Ramada, said Harbor Boulevard is, quote, one of the most heavily traveled streets in Orange County, and it's all jammed up, unquote. These guys are ready for the worst, he said as he was watching the standoff. This is a tense situation. Throughout the day, a police helicopter hovered over the scene, and armed police officers and SWAT members could be seen entering the Ramada and walking on the roof of Roadway Inn. Spectators congregated on street corners waiting to see what would happen. This is crazy, said Cypress resident Debbie Jones, 47, who is staying at the Hacienda Inn and Suites on Harbor. I've never had to go through this. The most exciting, happiest place on earth. That would have been a little disturbing if there was a helicopter flying over where I'm at Disneyland, but yeah, that's, it happens. That's, a, that's an interesting, and I use the word interesting, um, block of hotels there. It's, yeah. it's yeah, not the nicest yeah. area. That's, I mean, I mean, before that and after that are some nice hotels, but that, that one block right there is... I've stayed at the Days Inn across the street there, and it's not all that nice. Oh. So, so be careful. Yeah. Okay. And in and in a third story that's not happy either, just letting you guys know. Three for three. Very nice. Three for three. A South Dakota man has sued Medieval Times in Buena Park, saying his left eye was irreparably injured when a sliver of metal flew during one of the show's trademark sword fights. Ooh. In a lawsuit filed in Orange County Superior Court, Attorneys for Dustin Wiseman and his wife, Melissa, say he is legally blind in his left eye. The lawsuit asks for $10 million in damages. 
Dustin Wiseman was left legally blind in his left eye after attending a show at Medieval Times in 2011, his attorneys say. According to the lawsuit, Wiseman and his wife, Melissa, were sitting near the Medieval Times arena during a show, and a tiny shard of metal flew off a knight's sword and struck Wiseman in the eye. Wow. I know. In a written response to the complaint, attorneys for Medieval Times say Wiseman's injury was because of his own negligence, but did not offer specifics. The incident in question took place in April 2011, the lawsuit said. The couple had just spent the first day of their honeymoon at the beach and decided to go see a show at Medieval Times on a whim, said Jason Fowler, their attorney. The couple paid extra for VIP seating, which put them closer to the arena where knights on horseback joust and sword fights between knights are a large part of the show. During a part of one of those fights, Fowler said, a small shard of metal flew off one of the swords and struck Wiseman. The knight's swords are designed to spark when they strike for dramatic effect. For that to happen, Fowler said, metal has to chip off the swords. Wiseman notified management, who called paramedics. He then went to a hospital. It tore through his retina in his left eye. He had to have surgery the next day. Then cut short the honeymoon to return home for further treatment, Fowler said. The response on behalf of Medieval Times says the Wiseman's claim, quote, fails to state facts sufficient to constitute a cause of action, unquote, against Medieval Times, but does not provide any details. Both the Wiseman's and Medieval Times have asked for a jury trial. The next hearing, a case management conference, is scheduled for early December. I want to know. They both want a jury trial. I just can't believe that they have to, they feel like they have to use the theatricality to prep the swords for, um, for sparking and chipping. And frankly, I wonder where the seating is in relation to the actual fight that happened. Because they've got to be on, they've got to be within about 15, 20 feet in order for that to actually fly in that direction and to actually hit somebody in the eye. They've got to be also at a, at a small arcing level, but not very much. Depending on the angle the sword was held too. Well, I, what I'm, I'm okay with the, I mean, I think it might have been some unlucky, just an unlucky yeah. match. However, the fact that they're saying that it has something to do with this guy, and I'm like, well, what? I've never been to Medieval Times. You don't have to wear, like, goggles or anything, do you? No, no I've been to Medieval Times a couple of times. and So then so then, how could it be his fault? I, I don't get how, what, what are you, I... talking okay. trash the sword fight guy and say, get it in my eye? I mean, like, I don't see how just sitting there, there could have been anything you did wrong. Well, that's just a standard response. They're going no, no, I to, know. You know, they're. I'm surprised they're not trying to. I'm surprised. Settle. I'm surprised they said anything at all. Uh, I agreed. Yeah. And it just reminds me that Disneyland would never have this issue. Yeah, pretty much. They yeah. would make sure that there was not flying shards of swords or even the possibility well, they wouldn't of be it going for nearby. The, they wouldn't be going for the sparking effect. Or they would. And usually you have the, to really rough up a sword. In order to get that metal going like that, I'm sorry, I've been around too much live steel in my time. Um, but yeah, well, is that you, a meta? Okay, that's a meta. Uh, no, yo, you meant that literally. You weren't referring to live steel as something else. No, I, I, I I've, I've got only some one background went down that road. <laughs> okay, live yeah, steel. Yeah, we actually have some background in that area. My husband and I do. So, um, I Nancy, guess, you I just think you yourself do. deeper with Tony. I bet you guys have background. <laughs> That's by far, you guys know, I'm starting a new heavy metal band, and that's their name, Live Steel. Nancy, yes. so when you, when, when you guys were in doing that, did the, do the people wear masks when they're fighting with the swords? Um, 
Well, they do because they're they're not doing choreographed routines. Okay. In oh, the groups that I've been involved with, everything is is not everything was non choreographed. Okay. Um, but this stuff, because it's choreographed, that's how they can get away with using, you know, the open-faced helmets and things like that. That's why it's so much safer for them. And they're not going to be affected themselves by the reaction because they're inside the arc. It, whenever the swords clash and the, and the, the piece sparks off, it's not going to projectile towards them. It's always yeah, going to arc away from the conflict. They, they kind of fight towards the middle of their arena, so this is yeah, a freak so that's accident. Why I don't, it, it's pretty much a freak accident, yeah, because ha, where is the VIP seating? Does anybody know? I, I haven't been to that particular Medieval Times theater. Um, the VIP seating is probably trying to it's, – it's a huge arena, and everybody – I mean, the the center – there's not a bad seat in the place unless you sit up high or whatever, you know. So the VIP is going to be closer to to the action. Right. But I mean, like, how far are they from the center of the arena? How far are they on the ends or are they on the middle? They're probably on the middle because yeah, it's an arena shape. Yeah, and and the fighting's in the middle, but there is, if I remember correctly, because it's been a while, um, there's multiple fighting, and it could have been yeah. when they had the multiple fighting that. That is closer to the people, but not really that close. You know, I, I still think that medieval times should do right by that person. Yeah, but, I would. But I, would negli- I don't know negligence. I mean, it's it's an accident. Accidents happen. That's yeah. exactly. I, I wouldn't call it negligence. I would say it's more a freak accident. Yeah. Yeah, but shouldn't you not have the opportunity for freak accidents? I know, and and let's see if they re. Let's see if they re-choreograph or modify in the near future or have recently recorded. And if they have, and I'm the lawyer for the guy, I'm like, well, look, obviously, yeah. you changed it. it was a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be an interesting case to follow. And I... Poor guy, follow, I, Yeah, I know. Jeez. So, that's the news. Excellent. Depressing, depressing, and more depressing. Thank you, Tony. All right, time for rapid fire. Let's start with Mary Jo. Okay, for my rapid fire, um, Disneyland has announced the official days for the holidays Ooh. at the Disneyland Resort. Yay! So, is it, is it December twenty fifth? Um, well, December twenty fifth <laughs> is in. It falls in that. It's the official day. So the holidays start um, November twelfth through January sixth, and um, they are going to. We've been waiting to hear about this, but. Buena Vista Street will be decked out in the vintage-style ornaments and decor. And in Cars Land, each address along Route 66, you have Flo's V8 Cafe, Fillmore's Taste Inn, Cozy Cone Motel, and Luigi's Casa Della Tires. They'll all have um, their own decorations that reflect that personality of the Cars character. Nice. So that's going to be so it's going to be kind of funky, I think, on in uh, Radiator Springs. I'm looking forward to it. I always love when they have new areas or, or new chances to do Christmas stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. And that tea party is going to continue. They're going to have a uh, holiday style to it. And then Buzz That'll be Land, interesting. That will be interesting. Why well, Matt tea party, I know, Wayne, it kind of grew on you a little bit, right? It's not the same. It was as, nice. Yeah, it was fun. But it's I, I really enjoy it. 
I think the band's really good and, and they're also pretty funky. Um, Bugs Land will return and I'm wondering if they're going to bring, okay, the caterpillar's name, guys, what's his name? Heimlich. If they'll bring back that huge giant Heimlich with the candy corn. Cause they're not going to have that in the front anymore like they used to. But I'm wondering if they're going to put, put him, if it's too big or if he'll fit over in Bugs Land. But that'll be decorated as well as, um, they're going to have the Phineas and Ferb's Rock and Roll and Dance Party Holiday Edition. Will be happening there. And then at Disneyland Park and the Big Thunder Ranch, they'll have Santa in his in the cabin again. And candlelight ceremony processional. Um, we know that it's December third. It's going to be twenty days starting December third. Um, they'll have VIP seating for December first and second, so we don't care about those days. But December third <laughs> through the twentieth. Unless the you're 20th, a VIP. <laughs> December 20th, no 20th they'll be open to the uh, AP holders and um, guess who book select dining packages. We're just waiting for them to tell us what what those dining packages are going to be with up. the pricing. So I'm just wondering if that's going to continue to be at Main Street. I, I Main think station. somebody on the Parks blog asked if they were going to have it somewhere else, and the answer was that it would be on Main Street in Town Square. Okay, so it's, so people are still going to be able to see it. Yeah. But they just won't be able to sit, sit. in the chairs. Right. In those chairs to see it. But AP holders can. So. And you talk I, about I, Santa Claus. They are continuing the, what they've been doing with Halloween, opening up that back area, the, the jamboree area. And some of the Christmas stuff is going to go into there also. I'm wondering if they're going to have more interactive stuff. You know, it's, it's a big tent, right? Right, Tom? No, it's just a big open area. Oh, okay, because I thought it was a tent. It's just, well, it's got some. The, t- some the villains shade are in a tent drapes. right now, but yeah, it's got tarps over it. You're right. Sorry. Okay, my yeah. understanding is that they're going to have they're going to continue uh, character meet and Greeks in a tarped area during the holiday season. Nice. Over there, so I think that'll be real nice. Then, of course, we have uh, haunted mansion holiday that's going to continue. It's a small world. I you guys may have mentioned it, but I heard it's opening on. You said November 11th, right, Tom? Uh, I, I mean, November was, 8th. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, when November 8th. Days, I'm so happy because that's when I'm taking my nephews. Of course, a Christmas fantasy parade is going to come back. And that's always yeah. a real popular parade. I know, I love that parade. I sing that song the whole oh, time when I'm Don't get me started, it's going to be in my head. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay, thank you, Tom. You just add it. Um, but that's it. Looking forward to what it. What about I know. the fireworks? Oh, I'm sorry. And the holiday fireworks will be also, I missed that part. Um, will be, uh, showing over the castle and other choice spots <laughs> nice. at Disneyland. Um, and I, I was looking at updating the, uh, the hours and times on the Diz. And it looks like that's starting a few days early. That's starting on the 9th. Oh, my nephews will be very so happy. November 9th would be, will be the first, uh, Believe in Holiday Magic show. Yeah, that's going to be a busy weekend. That's Veteran Days, Veterans Day mm-hmm. weekend. So um, for those of you who, you know, usually November, it starts out slowly. That's a great time to go see the holiday um, decorations at Disneyland. During the week, it's fantastic. During the weekend, it's going to be busy because that, that's going to be, like I said, Veteran Week. The next week is the week prior to Thanksgiving. And these days, it seems that a lot of families take off that week to visit Disneyland. So I expect the weekends will be busy. 
Yep. All right. I'm looking forward to Christmas. Yay. Me too. Um, I'm going to go next. Um, I just updated ca- uh, character meal pricing on the Diz. All the character meals okay. went up a dollar or two or three. Again? Uh-huh. Because I um, we, we did, it just came out of peak pricing in August, and so I called right after that, and everything was the same as before we went into peak pricing. Well, somebody on the boards posted that they had gotten a different price, so then I had to call and get all new pricing. Also, peak pricing will be in effect November 16th through January 6th. Happy holidays to you. The most outrageous price, get this, for during peak pricing, so if you want your Thanksgiving dinner or lunch at Ariel's Grotto, adults, $40.99. Yeah. So so for that price, do the princesses serve the food to you? <laughs> Quite they, better serve, you. <laughs> they better serve me in a whole another way for 40 bucks. Did I go there? What was wrong with that? That was funny. Did I cross the line and everybody's just no line up? you, Tony. Well, yeah, but I crossed the line with that. Uh, regular regular, yeah. regular uh-huh. non-peak price at Ariel's is now thirty six ninety nine for adults for lunch and dinner. Uh, thirty two ninety nine for breakfast. Disneyland Hotel adults thirty three ninety nine regular thirty seven ninety nine for peak pricing. That's the dinner price. Um. What else? Storytellers, breakfast, $25.99, $28.99 during peak. And your bargain, breakfast at Plaza Inn, $23.99 regular, and I don't think that changed. $27.99 peak pricing. So that's, Starting that's peak at November, on November 16th, really. Yeah, no. I mean, that's... Who's going on their Thanksgiving vacation November 16th? No one. Yeah. But that's when is Thanksgiving I mean, this year? It's the 22nd. So that's, um, that's ridiculous. Maybe. That's, the fri- the that's the Friday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. I get, no, I guess it's okay. I'm just still, well, this whole peak okay, but, yeah. pricing. It's like, they should just show when it's not going to be peak pricing. All right. Uh, Nancy. Okay. Mine is terribly exciting and October related. Terribly. If you are staying at the Disneyland Resort Hotels, of course that's the Grand Californian Disneyland Hotel and Paradise Pier, you have a new holiday um, special offerings from Disney in-room celebrations and amenities. And what? Amenities. Okay, that's what amenities. I thought she said. Amenities. Amenities, you mean? Amenities. That's going to be, uh, when I can't remember what the name of my metal group was going to be. That's going to be our first single. Amenities. By Living Steel or whatever the name is called. Life Steel? Life Steel. First single, Amenities. It's going to be the ballad. Be thankful. Of course it's a ballad. This isn't a live show. Be thankful we Skype. I got the oh, mom look. Right you on her, you. Oh, oh, that's okay. I like that. So you're lucky, actually. Life's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Mom, look. Um, May. I totally. Continue? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. You are a feisty little brat today. 
I am now. <laughs> anyway, okay, so the people who bring you all those really great little fun gifts that you can buy for your kids or your family or your, you know, cousins or people you hate that are going to Disney Disney and are staying at the hotel. There are three new offerings for October. There is the Mickey's Halloween Ears to You um, package, and this includes a pumpkin ear hat, an autograph book, a pen, Halloween mix, Halloween crispy pop, themed popcorn, and a spooky light-up lantern. Now, if you want to get a little more expensive for those people you hate that are going on vacation, um, (laughs) Mickey's Haunted Halloween Basket. And this includes a light-up Halloween pumpkin bucket, which has a projection flashlight, a Skittles light-up wand. Skittles is not capitalized, by the way. It's not the trademark Skittles. So I don't know what the heck that means. Um, Halloween chocolate Oreo pop. And they did not capitalize Oreo in their press release either, I might say. I really hope Michelle doesn't listen to this. Huh? A chocolate sandwich cookie? No, it says chocolate Oreo pop. Weird. I know. Tell me about it. Themed candies, popcorn balls, suckers, and comes complete with a Halloween Mickey cling to the outside of the bucket. Now... If you really love these people and want to scare the crap out of them, there's Jack Skellington's Halloween treat. This one includes a 19-inch Jack Skellington plush, a Jack votive, a Nightmare Before Christmas vinylmation. It does not say whether or not it's a special one, but it's some kind of Nightmare Before Christmas vinylmation. Halloween mug, trick-or-treat slash Halloween door hanger, a yard flag for all those moms that love to stick those yard flags out there. Not my style. Um, Haunted Mansion Tombstone, set of three. A Tomb Sweet Tomb Pillow. Haunted Mansion Playing Cards, which I imagine are probably pretty cool. A Doom Buggy Window Cling. Glow Bat Necklace. Candelabra. Mickey Mouse Pumpkin Banner. A Treat Bag. And an array of Halloween-themed candies. Now, I don't have any pricing on these little bad boys. But if you want to order one of these for someone, 714-781-GIFT, which is 4438. Okay, you mentioned little bad boys. That's the name of my uh, Life Steel second album. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm going to all night. This is what it's going to be. Speaking of amenities, I don't know if they've had them before, but I saw a Mickey little plush where he's dressed like Jack Skellington. Oh, oh really? That? Yeah. No. Huh. He's got on the stripe, the black and, with the white pinstripe pants and the little you bow tie. You are all stuff. over the stuff, aren't you? What? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I see things. <laughs> I didn't see that. That looks. I said so I see cute. dead people. <laughs> you see dead Mickey's. <laughs> oh, wow! I'm the brat, really? Wow! That makes the homeless. On the other Is that going to be the name of your second no. album if you make it that far? No, don't worry, because that's <laughs> crossed the line. Now the I comment I made about the the the, don't go there. the magic, don't go there. I know it's now gone because you've trumped it by talking about dead Mickey's. Yeah, anybody want to know how you conjure up a villain? Okay, dead Mickey's. <laughs> how did you went there? Magic. Wow. 
Um, let, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> I'm sure Wayne. you'll talk about it later on our, our special segment or something. Yeah, I don't know. Wayne, I, Wayne, hey, it's still October. We got one more, we got one more of these things <laughs> before I, I, Halloween. Yeah, so we man, go. we got to milk it for what it's yeah, worth. Yeah, yeah. Wayne, save us. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> it's, no, a, it's a tall order, sir. <laughs> there's no saving us tonight, man. Oh, no. so, so, some Sunday nights, just it's it's in the air, folks. It's definitely it's, it's, in the it's air. not in the air; it's in the gutter. <laughs> well, for That's those of album. you, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Speaking of which, I made pumpkin pies tonight. So, ooh. So you know, one of those might be Jack. I don't know. <laughs> For those of you who keep a watchful eye on the Disneyland Railroad, you might have noticed that we haven't seen engine number four in service for a while. I knew that's, something was... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's the one that's called the Ernest S. Marsh. Well, that's because the engine and the tender car has been off property undergoing a refurbishment of the boiler and a number of other regular maintenance items. The marsh was sent to a railroad locomotive shop here in California. 20 miles from my house. I believe you. Yes, it is in your neck of the woods. It's in the city that my wife teaches school in. Okay. Um, This kind of upkeep happens every few years because the work is more extensive than the small railroad shop inside Disneyland is able to provide. Well, just recently, the Ernest Marsh was returned to Disneyland with the addition of a tender seat. I've spoken often about the ride you can get right behind the engine in a specially designed seat that is located in in the front end of the tender car. You want to ask the cast members about that. I recommend it. It's really fun. So now we have... Another Disneyland train that features this tender seat. The other train that has a tender is the number two, which is the E.P. Ripley. Also, the number one engine, the C.K. Holiday, is due for its overhaul starting this coming January. I don't Sounds think like they I need decide- a field trip. I don't think they've decided on a contractor yet, but you never know if the Reedley shop is going to get it again. But for now, you might want to go out and check out the newly restored engine number four, the Ernest Marsh. I have the article in front of me from the Reedley newspaper. Really? Uh, yeah. Does it talk about it. about it? Yep. This is from September 6th. From what I understand, Disney is um, really... They they have they have some big uh, requirements for for doing these things. It's the, like yes, they I do. also heard that the same shop did some of the work on the railroad that is at the Lassiter Vineyards. Yeah, yeah. There's Lassiter has an interesting tie-in through this. He he had uh, he had he apparently has a collection and has. Uh, Done a number of things that have wound up being associated with the Disneyland Railroad. Mm-hmm. Well, the you, other thing I you, think if you uh, hear that, that they're doing the work, I'll go look over their fence or something. 
I'm sure my train buddies will have that info. Um, like I said, it's not scheduled to start until January. The thing I want to see is you don't just drive the train out of the Disneyland Park up on over the hills. You have to put it on a great big truck. Well, it's not like they advertise when this is going to happen, right. but I, I've seen them move locomotives before. It's quite an undertaking. I would love to see... The great big low boy flatbed that's going to take one of these engines up, up and over. I have a picture. It, actually, it's not a very clear picture, but it's the the flat of the you know the bed of the truck with the engine sitting on top of it. Neat. Sitting in front of the. Actually, it looks like it's in. It's this isn't in the shop because I can see the water tower for the town. So they must have driven it downtown, Reedley, and done a parade or something. From what I understand, they they kind of block off the area in the shop so that it's not really viewable. Right. Um, they certainly don't don't advertise it a lot. They don't really want <laughs> a lot of the public going Me? out there okay. to take a look. And actually, the the shop is not in the town itself. It's in the in the outskirts. It's where people would go for uh, Christmas trees or pumpkin patches and things like that. It's it's in the, like I said, outskirts of town, so it's not right right in the middle of town. So you don't normally drive past it. I probably said too much. People are going to be stalking it now. <laughs> I know. I mean, the, in, the information's out there. It's not that big of a secret. All right. Thank you, Wayne. Mr. Spatel. Okay, my normal annual pass holder stuff. I thought That's you were going to tell us about your next album. I, no, right now we're, you know, we're in the studio. We're having little issues with the, uh, you know, all this money and fame. It's hard, you know, coming from living Jesus. in that apart, living in that apartment in Hollywood, you know, where. See, I'm surprised works. he hasn't broken from the group already with that. Oh, dad. don't worry. So <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. You know, the group would not do anything without me as the lead singer who can't really sing. I'm all <laughs> what, produced what in the were studio. What talking about? <laughs> My Life Steel album. Okay. Heavy... He's still continuing on that really, really horrible. Horrible? <laughs> he's already, I got, love he's it. already got a star on the Walk of Fame. I mean, Yes, come on. exactly. And wait till you see the uh, VH1 behind the music. Cribs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love all about like Tony. No, it's that all about Tony. life. That would be Tony. Tony at www.info.com. Well, it's not all about <laughs> if you me. Want it's his all about Life Steel. No, our album. Oh, nice. I, I think Tom's already like you know left the project. Oh no, he didn't. He didn't mean our our. He's him and his Life group. Life Steel. Yeah. yeah, me and my group, like David Lee Roth. Anyways, okay. Pass holder commemorative collection is available for annual pass holders. Double old fashioned glass sets are out. Ooh. And they're really cool. You can find them on the, um, if you log into Disneyland.com and click on the annual pass holder and log in, you can see some of the deals they have. And they have great pictures of these double old fashioned glass sets. They have the Fab Five and their silhouettes. The offer starts October 9th and ends February 2013 or while supplies last. And APs have the opportunity to purchase pass holder commemorative collection of double old fashioned glass set. For thirteen ninety five plus tax for a two class set. Wait, 
with the purchase of forty dollars or more, uh, a select Steam Park merchandise. I know. I was actually really excited, and then I saw that I got to spend an extra forty bucks. But once you look at them, they're pretty cool. There, you can get them at the Emporium, Disneyana, um, Pooh Corner, Disneyana. I made it all Spanish. Um, Pooh Corner, the Star Trader, Gag Factory, Pioneer Mercantile, Bonanza Outfitters, Off the Page, Embarcadero Gifts, and World of Disney. And a two glass. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was saying, I wonder if these are like the glasses that they used to get for free at the uh, gas stations that you would collect them as you. <laughs> nice. These look pretty nice, actually. I have to say. And, and it's they... what a different character every week. Um, oh, I'll, I'll get you. Like, I'll get that in a second. What's interesting about them, though, which I kind of like but don't like, is they they're emblazoned with pass holder commemorative collection on it. Yeah, I thought that turned me off to him right away. No, and that's what, like, they look cool, except for the fact it's like, yes, I'm a pass holder, here's my glass. Like, I don't know, I just... Drinking my double old-fashioned. Yeah, if they didn't say pass holder... (laughs) How do do they get away with saying double old-fashioned, but you can't say shot glass? I don't know. I don't know, there's nothing in here Because old-fashioned's the name of a drink, right? That's true. Right, but it's also the style of a glass, and a lot of people consider an old-fashioned glass. So is a shot glass. It's the style of a glass. But a lot of people consider an an old-fashioned glass as as either a juice, a short Mm. juice glass, or a a double would be, you know, a standard water glass kind of thing. (laughs) But it's got straight walls. So there. Man, she knows everything. Finally accepted. Okay. And I'm not being facetious. Like, you do know everything. I know none of that stuff. Anyways, <laughs> um, a two-glass set with a featured Disney character silhouette will be released on October 9th, and then on, from then on, the first of each month thereafter. So each two-glass set will be retired at the end of the month oh. if it is not sold out oh, yet. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that means each one will be available for only one month. And here's the schedule. October 9th, Mini. November 1st, Pluto. December 1st, Goofy, January 1st, Donald, February 1st, Mickey. So technically, that's 40 times 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. That's 200 bucks you got to spend in addition to... So, the, uh, let's see. Is that before in, or after discount? Ooh, it, uh... <laughs> Probably each before. Pa- no other discounts apply to promotional item. Uh, pass holder double must be purchased during qualifying purchase transaction. Offer not valid on previous purchases. So you can bring in your receipts from last year. Um, it doesn't say about anything about um, AP discount. AP discount. Purchasing limits apply. And there you go. They're kind of exciting and kind of not exciting. So you got to go right, five well, months in a row or hit eBay in February. Okay. Well, and, you know, a lot of people do their Christmas shopping at this time at the resort and everything and have this additional um, perk for the annual pass holders. I think it's a... Uh, a nice idea, you know, because yeah. n- not too many pass holders go to Disneyland, so to have this incentive, I'm being facetious. Oh, I was like, wow, <laughs> really? Like, are we going to let her let that go? Yeah. Um, say what? Yeah, no, I know. I, I I like them, and I think they're cool. I don't like the fact that they say pass holder on them. You don't want to show up? Well, you know, and if you um, and if you want to pick them up, you can always in from around March or April. You can hit the uh, outlet store, and the, all the extras will yeah. be there. You know, since you brought that up, the outlet store is not as Disney as it used uh, yeah. to be. Yeah, have you been there lately, Tony? No, it, I, I'm afraid. I I usually stop by every so often, like on my way home from work. And the last time I was there, it there was, was a lot uh, of yeah, a lot of junk that wasn't Disney. Have you been since they moved? They moved like a few doors She's, down. No. 
Is it yeah, bad? I, I haven't been. But since when did they move? In a couple of months. Well, I'll look. I will look okay. at it, and I'll let you guys know in the next. Yeah, because I have, a lot of people see. used to go down there and see it, but the last time I went, like you're right, it, it's a lot of just I rem- weird T-shirts and yes, non-Disney rem- merchandise. Yeah, I remember seeing a lot of like you- beer shirts and. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. an ATM shirt. I'm like, it doesn't really match with ATM. Well, you know, it's those are all um, owned and operated by a complete separate clearinghouse company that buys um, surplus yeah. material and, from yeah, different it's, places. It's, yeah, so, but they used to just buy just stock Disney. Yeah. Stuff and other. So, are we talking about the Disney character warehouse that's on Orange yeah, the, Store? The, the Dis- yes, yep. the Disney character outlet. Yeah, and actually, I think they changed their name too. Yeah, Roz was there yesterday, and she said that they had Walt Disney World stuff, and she was surprised. Wow. Yeah, they had Walt I've Disney World stuff up and on yeah, for a while. once in a while. We want Disneyland stuff. But, yeah, I'm surprised that they even had had that, given the new balance of merchandise there. So, mm-hmm. Okay, so Roz said it was they did have Disney stuff, though? Um, she said she was disappointed in the selection. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I figured. Mm-hmm. All right, Tony, check that out. I will. Excellent. All right, that will do it for Rapid Fire. Time for the Thread of the Week, Mary Jo. Okay, the Thread of the Week um, that we decided on for this week is called... We, we voted. It's a democracy. Okay, we, 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 we voted, and then we, we chose the election. anyway. Mary Jo well, overruled <laughs> us all. And, and, you know, I think something that people might find really interesting is that we vote through an electoral college system. So it gets kind of crazy... <laughs> And there were a little a few issues because, you know, who's got the largest house well, and because, that kind of stuff. Yeah, because yeah, Orange County only gets one vote. and you know, Yeah. So you get, like, negative because you're in Fresno. And then Burbank Ooh, gets, like, 10. Well, no, come on. Burbank gets, like, 50. So, really, Nancy got to decide. So, anyway. Okay, so I didn't vote this time, actually, so. She, she gave she gave me her vote tonight, and I used okay. it. Okay. Okay. Um, the thread of the week this week is just back from Disneyland. So much fun, but Disneyland food sucks. And this is by Jules' mom. Oh. And she and put down. Write, if you want to write to Jules' mom. Um. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't write to DL podcast. No. But um, she uh, wrote down. Just got back on Monday. Luckily, avoided the bad heat. Most notably, even over Walt Disney World, is that the Disneyland food is so bad. There is very little variation between restaurants, and it's all very bland. And I was, the thread goes, there's thousands of views and the thread goes on for pages, but I was kind of surprised when I read this because not too long ago, I heard somebody talk about how Disneyland has such a variety of food because where, where did she eat yeah. that it was the same over and over again? You know, I, you just have to go there. They were kind of talking about, um, hot dogs and, um, hamburgers and stuff, but there's throughout the thread, there's people, some people agreed with her. Oh, here's where she said. She said she ate at Riverbell Terrace, dry and bland, poor selection, roast beef sandwich. Flo's V8, okay. Uh, daughter didn't like the food, the pork and mashed potatoes. Best part was the roll. Now, that was sad. Uh, Cocina, Cucamonga Mexican Grill, very bland and dry. Some sort, <laughs> some sort of quesadilla and rice. Tate's Pilot's Grill, it was okay. Shared a burger and loaded fries with husband. The best meal was at Downtown Disney La Brea Bakery. Excellent Caesar salad and panini. Very good. And um, sounds like lots of variety to me. I don't know. Okay, yeah, and I'm, she looked I, at the menu. What people were getting at Hungry Bear, Pinocchio's, Bengal Barbecue, Tomorrowland Terrace, Golden Horseshoe Stage Door Cafe, and um, 
There's so many good restaurants. Tony, what were you going to say? Well, I was a little, when you talk about bland, well, let's look at, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah, I guess I am. Um, okay. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, yeah, when you talk about bland, well, you ordered a quesadilla and rice. That's about the blandest thing you can order. Yeah, exactly right. I just have... had a burrito there last Sunday and it was delicious. Well, I just I find love it like, and don't say, and then don't say quesadilla and rice. And then a roast beef sandwich. Well, a roast beef sandwich is normally pretty bland too. It's a big old slab of beef. Like, I don't know. It, it kind of and it could have been dry depending on what time they actually carved it. So I was. Don't they carve was it fresh there. At, at yeah, the I know. Yeah. Usually they carve it fresh, but if they say they've, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, maybe I, they I, were I try slow. to defend it. I don't. I don't take that as a good excuse. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Well, if it, like I said, if it, it was sitting out, you know, and not carved for a while, yeah, it could probably be. But it, but if you're p- comparing Taste Pilots, yeah. Stage Door Cafe, Hungry Bear Restaurant, Village House, that's, those are like the worst selections, right? Yeah, I was gonna say Tomorrowland yeah. Terrace. Should we throw Tomorrowland Terrace in there too for another hamburger place? I mean, there's yeah. way okay, more variety than that, especially over in DCA. I'm gonna argue with you guys because okay. even those places, I don't. I think they do. They used to not have variety. Right. If you want to check out Culinary Quest at www.disunplugged.com, they did a whole thing a while ago about, you know, eating at a different place each time, and I used to agree with her. No variety, everything was garbage. I don't think that's the case anymore, but maybe it's more of a needing to be informed. That's a good point. Um, I I don't know. I, I think if people... There are so many different threads on the Diz, on the Disneyland board, there's even a thread where um, somebody wanted to know about food, and so people post pictures of their food and what they like and they dislike. On the Diz, we have a restaurant review, um, a restaurant review page, and where different dizzers and other people review what they eat at the different restaurants. And I think Tom, you'll put that in the show notes, right? Definitely. Where people can link to that, and. Also, we have these blogs that Tony does on the culinary quest, you call them? Yeah, I haven't done, I'm not as, uh, prolific as I used to be. You know, with the rock group well, and all. You, so, you, need um, to, you need to, you need to get to work, sir. I but, know um, I do that. But there's so many good places and all you have to do is like what Tony said is research it on the Diz. I kind of wanted to see what you guys thought. If you had to pick one place that you'd recommend, at Disneyland and California Adventure, what place you would recommend that people don't go to quickly? <laughs> we'll start with Wayne. Don't don't go to. Okay, good. <laughs> See, I can I can find a good thing and a ba- and a bad thing at almost every place in the park, and that's not avoiding the answer. It really is true, and I'll give us an example: um, the Pizza Port. <laughs> Most people oh. despise the pizza port, and I can understand why, because they order pizza there. I would <laughs> never go in there and order the pizza there. However, the pasta dishes are superb, and that's the only thing I get there whenever I go. They have See, a, I get the I, salad. The yeah, salads are good and huge. Um, they have like a chicken fusilli, I think yep. it. Yes. And uh, it, you get that with the... Um, the bread and the marinara sauce, and my goodness, you're good for the whole day. Yeah. Um, what, what Kelly and point, I tend to do is, go ahead, I'm sorry. My point is, I think at any restaurant, 
you can find a good dish, you can find a bad dish, and we all know universally hamburgers and hot dogs are just theme park food. <laughs> you can't expect a good meal out of a hamburger and a hot dog unless it's at um, Casey's or <laughs> at at Coke Corner and it's the end of the night and you're starving. <laughs> or or uh, corn dogs. I don't dog. know. I've I've had I've had the chili dogs at Cabra Freshman Corner and I kind of enjoyed them. And See, I have too, but there again, you you know what you're going for. You right. know what you know right. what to expect. Right. I'm not going to go to Hungry Bear and order a hamburger. I don't know if you can even do that anymore, and expect a gourmet burger. Right. Right. I'm going to get a theme park. Well, no, burger. it's a chili burger now, isn't it? No. Oh, yeah. See, I actually would say I I would go there and get a gourmet burger. And remember, I hate if, if we if you remember the history of my my. Uh, love and hate relationship with Disney burgers, I would refuse to eat them because of the darn wheat bun. And the Hungry Bear's new menu, I think the chili burger was actually really good. And I was surprised. That's just my opinion. Okay, so having said that, let me go around again. Wayne, what would you, if you were to recommend one place to go eat, where would you say? Well, At At the parks, not downtown Disney. I I love Cafe Orleans. I've never had a bad meal there. I've tried lots of stuff there. I love that place. I know it's a sit-down as opposed to some of the faster food items, but I have never gone wrong at Cafe Orleans. Okay. And what place would you recommend people not go to? I'm going to have to think about that one. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> No, see, that's the thing is, I know the good places to go. I just don't go to the, any of the other places. You know, like well, even think- even stage door, you can find stuff that's good, even though that is the definition of park food. You can still find fun things to have there if you know that's what you're going there for. I think they have fish and chips there, right? And sometimes yep, you feel like chips, eating fish and chips, chicken nuggets, or yeah, I mean, yeah. you can get your corn dogs there too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. sometimes you're just in the mood for chicken nuggets, and I've been right. there. I was like, I, I, it's late at night, I want nuggets and fries, and it's yep. wonderful. I think that's a really good point. Okay, um, Tom? Yes. Uh, what would you recommend, sir? <laughs> I would say <laughs> I'm going to go with the Paradise Garden area over at California Adventure. I'm going to choose two for one, because... As as horrible as you guys thought the Paradise Garden Grill was, I enjoy the food there. And with the too. with the pasta option next door, it's perfect. You got the live music. The beer the right there. Beer across the across the way. Yeah, I, I'm going to recommend Paradise Garden area. Okay, and then are there any places you would recommend that people not go to? <laughs> Turkey leg carts, please, people. Those things are ugly. I don't know how anybody can finish <laughs> one of those. They are Tony, enormous, aren't they? They're huge. Okay, well, I was going to say Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta, but somehow Tom was able to take, well, I'm going to take every restaurant in a 500 uh, <laughs> yards. side of Disneyland. <laughs> I'm actually going to go and spike the volleyball back at the uh, thread and say, well, no, I was going to say Hungry Bear because I think it's good. But if we're talking about variety and something different to show that there is something different, there's Troubadour Tavern. It's the little place at um over in oh, Fantasyland that has which is closed right so now. Good. Okay, yeah, and it, to me, it isn't because I would go there first. It's to kind of make the point that they have variety. You can get bratwurst with sauerkraut and baked potatoes 
You can't, yeah, okay, maybe bland. But remember that Troubadour is closed right now. Well, I know, I didn't mean, they're, they're, right. I don't it's think anybody, if, okay, if anybody's driving right it'll now, be back open. I didn't think Eventually. we were that, if, we're, if we have that much power, that would be awesome. Like someone's going out of Troubadour Tavern right as we speak. They could we say be. It. I know, you're right, they could be. Um, Planning their weekend trip. That's true, as, but as, I just as say, they listen to the show. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's In the car. Is. Well, they're, well, after, and then after that, they're listening to the double box set of Life Steel. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> For the big, you know, I five Bakersfield area, that's you, you need to focus and get rocking out. Anyways, um, Troubadour Tavern. Well, I'm driving with a grapevine. Yeah, there you go. That's and that's one of our songs, driving on the grapevine. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's our third. We almost got an album. Um, no, it but comes Troubadour after Tavern. Matt and Matt Crack on the Matt Crack. Oh yeah, Matt Crack. That's that one was kind of like for parental explicit language sticker on that one. Yeah. See, you're enjoy- see. So I can't I let my le- son listen to Live Steel, okay? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't well, let the- your son listen to Tony. I <laughs> can't let him listen to the podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> we released a Walmart edited version. It's no problem. <laughs> okay, really back to the. <laughs> okay, Troubadour Tavern, okay. just for something different. And where would I not go? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm with Wayne. You can find something everywhere. Okay, you just so there's look no hard real enough. place that's just where No, there's, at, I can right? think of one thing I've liked at every place. Okay, fair and, enough. And one thing I need to suggest is now that we all have smartphones and the internet, it wasn't like before where you got the little pamphlet and you'd read it and go, oh, this has burgers and such. Let's see. You can figure out what the menu is before you get there by using WD, I can't even say it right, www. Finish it for me, please. www.info.com slash Disneyland. Yeah, and just find the menus that sound good to you. Like, I can understand if you're forced to go into one, but you can find, like Wayne said, the one thing you like. So there's my answer. I copped out. There is a challenge for new folks going. I, I can appreciate that when less familiar people go to Disneyland, especially first-timers, and you're... You're uh, inundated with all of these choices that are somewhat different than you might be used to in Florida or wherever, and you've got to make a choice, and you don't know what's good, and that that's that is a problem. I mean, and that's why we're here. And that's why we're here. <laughs> exactly. And have you noticed this group really loves talking about food? We get we more do. conversation <laughs> about food than we do about attractions, about shows. <laughs> I don't even think Cars Land gets as much mileage as we can put talking about food. Well, even when we talk about Cars Land, it goes to the food, right? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, let's go back and talk about flows. Wasn't that? I'm very disappointed that this listener didn't have a very good experience at flows because, boy, flows. I'm telling you, those, I mean, to, those to, str- to take this conversation totally off track. I'm I'm <laughs> in the line at Jolly Holiday Bakery and Cafe, and behind me I hear people, a uh, couple talking about wondering if they have just eggs. So I turn and I, you know, being the helpful person I am, I was like, what are you guys looking for? She said, well, we just wanted some eggs for breakfast. And I go, well, they have like a croissant sandwich with eggs. Oh, she she can't have any any anything bread, any gluten. Mm. I'm like, I nicely 
tell them, you know, you might want to try Tomorrowland Terrace or, or Riverbell Terrace, then in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's a bakery, people. Of course, it's all going to be bread. Oh, my. Sorry. Well, yeah, in parentheses, and in parentheses, under where it says Jolly Holiday Bakery, it says full of gluten. Full so. of gluten. It's, it's underneath <laughs> the title. No, yeah. It's part of the title. It's a bakery. I'm sorry, Mary Jo, finish. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll go. But, but now that you mentioned that, I'm just going to say there is a thread on the Disneyland board. Um, I think his Arch Al is the name. And he talks all about the uh, gluten-free food at Disneyland. So I recommend people um, go to that thread. It's very, very informative. We haven't heard Nancy's and, favorite yet. No, I'm going to Nancy now. Okay, cool. I must admit, Uh-oh. I'm a huge fan of sending people when they need a lunch item to the Bengal Barbecue. Because I am the queen of needing protein or else I get ugly. I like Bingo Barbecue for a snack, but not for a meal. Well, not for a full meal, but I mean, if they're wanting to grab something. It's going to get pricey. There's no sides, really. I know. But if they need something and they want something that's almost always, well, actually, I've never had a bad Bengal Barbecue skewer. But I mean, if they want something that's consistently tasty... Bengal barbecue will at least give you something. And I, yes, I agree with you guys. You can pretty much find something at every restaurant and counter service. Yes, you can. But, I mean, you should know what you like before you go. You know, if, if you personally on your day to day basis think that quesadillas are sort of eh, then yeah, you're gonna find quesadillas eh. I mean, if you if you look at your food as being just sustenance, then you're always going to think your food is just sustenance. Yeah, I would think that anybody who wants a quesadilla is because they don't like anything with flavor. I mean, I like quesadillas, but they're... Um, <laughs> well, they don't want it's anything like past... It's, but it's, it's, it's well, a grilled cheese sandwich, I mean... Yeah. Right. right, Mexican style. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, as far as... Other favorites, I mean, we have a tendency to all, to go over to the Carnation Cafe. We have a tendency to go to um, the new garden, you know, Paradise Garden Grill. We have a tendency to go pretty much... We spread it out. We almost do different places. But you know what? I would still send people to the Harbor Galley if they want really? something lighter. I agree. I haven't eaten there in a while, but I mean, I would still send people, especially in the fall. I have because to admit they have that the when, soups. When you and Tony and I ate there, that food was really good. Yeah. And they have homemade dressings. And, and people have- walk by it, and there's always never a line, line, line. And it's a nice, quiet place to eat also, and you eat outside. That's a good. That's a good choice. It's, it's amazing we talk about all these places, yet every trip it's always the same places I go to: <laughs> Whitewater Snacks, Paradise Garden Grill, Pizza Port. If my son's with us, Cafe See, and I'm always if you want to sit down. It's like we always hit the same places. Yeah, mine's Jolly Holiday because that's it's so convenient. Yeah. We've been there once, maybe twice. 
I've I've been there a few times. Since it opened. I mean, I get carnation. You know, I get breakfast, but I've I've only eaten there once or twice for lunch. Oh, they're chicken. See, and I have my favorites, and I almost intentionally go somewhere different each time because I want to. I always avoid Pinocchio's. The Village House, yeah. The Village House. It's so dark in there. I just I don't know why. And and it's kind of like hidden. You don't really if unless you're looking for. Oh, I think about it. Oh, but I, I will say in in Tom's vein of the turkey legs, stay away from the chimichangas. If you want fried, over-fried. <laughs> They're fried, horrible. <laughs> the yeah. ones they sell around the hub. Especially, especially the ones in California Adventure, because I know that they make them in Disneyland and then bring them over. Yeah, Yum. but I think I think they wait a week before they actually serve them to the people. Oh, <laughs> it pretty <laughs> much. So be, if there's something I don't like at Disneyland, a food that I've tried once and I have said never again. Were you with me when I tried it the first time, Mary Jo? I don't know. I, I think, might have. I think you might have been, and I looked at it and I took two bites and I couldn't eat it. Yeah. Okay, so and I tossed it. Speaking of weird cart food, has anyone eaten the corn, the corn on the cob? Yes, and okay. I like it. Okay. It's sometimes a little mushy. Ew. Do they? I, do they? Oh, do they have you the can overcook corn. I know. Yeah, you can. Do they offer the different uh, flavors for it, like mayonnaise and chili and stuff like that? Yeah, the chili lime. Actually, it's a. Yeah, the chili lime is just sort of a. I, I want to say they just dip them in the chili lime sauce, and oh. I, I they just put like the chili and the lime with the butter, I think, and then when they dip okay. it, or the oil flavored butter flavored oil, or whatever it is that they Yum. actually use. But it's good. Even Zoe liked the the chili lime corn. And where do they serve that? They serve it at place. um, what's the name of the little Alpine? Edelweiss Snacks. Edelweiss Snacks. They serve it there. They serve it um, over by, by the Toy Matterhorn. Story. Yeah, one of the carts there, the Dantomas or the... Okay, Kata on the... Something, something yeah, they have it wherever they have the chimichangas in the... Okay, so they have it over by the Petrified Tree and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. It's, all, it, it's pretty much scattered all over. The corn, I think it's actually decent as long as you get it early in the day. Because it does sit in plastic in the warmers. Good point. And the longer it sits in the plastic and the warmers, it's like anything else humid, it's going to keep cooking. Okay. Yum. Thank you. I know. Um, my choices would probably be to send people. I, gosh, there's just, like like Wayne said, there's a lot of different places. I try different places all the time. But I would probably say Jolly Holiday they have soup, salads, sandwiches. They have different kind of food. And to me, it's all tasty. The other day, Roz talked me into trying the grilled cheese and the tomato bisque soup. And it was really good. I couldn't finish it, but it was really good. So I would try that. And there's, I'll have to go with Nancy and the chimichangas. Don't, don't waste your money on those, on those fast food. Get, go if, if somebody wants fast food, go to Stage Door Cafe and get the chicken fingers or go to Bengal Barbecue and have something that's actually mm-hmm. tasty. Or, or have, a, have a churro and then wait a few hours and have a real meal. <laughs> yeah. can do that. And, Tony, you were right. We we couldn't get through this, this part of the uh, show quickly. 
Well, I mean, I also sabotage it by talking about a rock group for half the time, but. Well, I know you're proud of the work that you all have done, so. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, thank you. <laughs> but it's food. Like Wayne said, we love food, so that's what we talk about. Oh, my goodness. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland segments this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you in two weeks. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Boycott live steel. <laughs> <laughs>